And I'm Mark, get set, go. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And welcome to episode 52. That is what? a year of the Run Galloway Girls. Yes. Right there. Oh One my gosh. One per week. We've kept and it maybe going. maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it's amazing. So I think that also includes bonus episodes. Yes, it so, does. It does. So we still have like a ways until we get like a full like one hour a week of listening, but I don't know. So I was reading Tina Muir's post like recap of the year and she's like, she did like 50 some odd running for real episodes and then 28 run togethers and then 28 of her other podcasts. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that is a lot of podcasting. Except that's, like, her full-time job, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, one could dream. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Same like, with David and Megan, because they have the Patreon now, and they think yeah. they said they're up to, like, you know, 50 or 80 or something yeah. there. Well, we plus, have, you know, we can. We have Patreon. We have we just, their Patreon. We can go listen to those episodes. I, I need to, yeah. Yeah, we just have it, like, we support their podcast. So, we support other podcasters, obviously, our friend Tina Muir, and then our pretend friends that we think we're friends with, <laughs> David and Megan. David follows us on Shava. Yeah, that that's, makes us friends. That, that does make us friends, <laughs> because that is the the new social media. They're... I remember that they were talking about, like, direct messaging in Strava, and Strava brought it. There's direct messaging in Strava. What? I don't know how I feel about it. Wait, there, wait, wait. There's DMing. This, this and just started? I just saw somebody posting about it. Okay, that's crazy. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, they were, David and Megan were like, should there be, is it going to be, like, you know, slide into creepy. your DMs? Yeah, like, is it going to be creepy? Like it is on Instagram, like it is yeah. on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I'm still, <laughs> I go back and forth on how much I use Strava as a social media platform. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm, like, clever with my names, and sometimes I'm, like, morning run, lunch run, morning well, walk, lunch rock. It's And I have everything published there, and, like, yeah. now I feel, like, kind of guilty. Like, oh, should I be, like, if it's really a social media channel, should I should I be, like, moderating my content? Should I only be sharing runs and not my walks? Like, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel like Strava is a little weird because when I'm in a time of, like, not doing a lot, like, right now, I really don't care to go look at what I'm doing on there or right. what other people are doing on there just because I'm not, like, I'm in this off season. I'm just not really, like, I'm not taking running seriously right now. So right. it's, like, why, you know, so that's the thing about Strava being a social media site is that it's really still your you know, it's just still your place where you're going to all just be surrounded by um, people doing athletic pursuits, which is awesome. But right. if you're not doing athletic pursuits right now, like, I don't know. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. Well, and then, like, I have so many things that automatically push to Strava, too. Right. Like, Same. Peloton automatically pushes, Garmin automatically pushes, and that's where it's, like... How can I set up, like, then do I have to go into Strava and only, like, should I set everything to not public? But then if I'm not going into Strava, then nobody's seeing, I don't know. Yeah. No, mine are all public, so yeah, you'll same. see, like, a .1 dog walk this morning. Yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> I start my watch, I never know how long the dog wants to go. <laughs> same. And then and, it pushes through. And, like, I'm, like, in, I'm in the Garmin badge hunt, Right? I, like, want those Garmin badges, and I realize, like, the way to get the walking badge is to record every dog walk, every .28 dog walk. Yeah. Um, Plus, I like to, for myself, I like to know how much Penny is walking, and so I know Brian does, like, one, like, one point, you know, two to 1.5 mile walk with her, and then I like to see just how much am I walking with her, and then, like, I'm also trying to get more steps, so, like... Recording a walk like helps me. So. Yeah, it's it's a motivator. Yeah, but it's interesting. Like, yeah, my husband—that's Scott's one of the few people I know who he goes to Strava more than like he doesn't go to Facebook. He doesn't have an Instagram, but he's like always on his Strava, and I guess he's looking at other people's rides and yeah. stuff. And I just am like, I don't know. I think it's even cool, on social media, I'm more concerned with what like. I'm doing what I push out versus what then, I yes I'm like not in. consuming content Same. and they say that they actually say that that is the healthier way to use social media yeah. because you get less jealousy like when you're when you're lurking you actually have more like FOMO and like yeah. I don't know like like oh I feel bad about my life because I'm not as good or whatever but when you are someone who's more focused about like pushing your content or sharing your life, you you actually get more satisfaction out of social media and it's like less of a negative thing on your 
like less of a negative like impact in your life. And that's one of the reasons why it's so dangerous for teenagers. Yeah. Because teenagers don't understand, like first off, they don't have the ability to just go out and create a life, right? Or do things. And, you know, maybe they've also been told don't share on the internet, right? Right. And so they're just on their consuming content and sure, they're probably consuming a little bit from their friends, but they're really consuming from people who are much older than them who are like, you know, we don't know how truthful or whatever, like right. influencers and things. Influ- yeah, so. and people pushing an agenda or have everything yeah. is obviously hyper filtered. And so there's a lot to lose. There's a lot of damaging, yeah. you know, content basically out there, especially if you have like a developing view of yourself. Oh, absolutely. And then I'm actually, so I used filters through about mid 2020 on Instagram. And then I heard about like all how damaging Instagram filters and specifically the pretty, the pretty ones are Mm -hmm. for the youth. And I was like, I'm not going to, and those were the filters I was using. I'm like, I'm not going to use those anymore because I, even though I like, I feel like they're just like makeup or whatever, but I just felt like it is not okay for children to see that filter as a face, right? And I, like, so USA Swimming, like, made it so that we're not supposed to follow, like, unless you're a public figure, you're not supposed to follow or let your teen or youth swimmers follow you but I have a coaching Instagram right so I was like well I'm going to consider that a public figure so I need to make sure that my content is a you know kind of appropriate for anybody healthy healthy and appropriate for anybody who can you know be 13 and up on Instagram because Instagram is not for people under 13 like that's the law they're on it anyway (laughs) they are on it anyway but anyway I was like you know like, I'm just going to ditch the filters. And I encourage anybody who has young children, do not, like, sure, the puppy dog filter, the Christmas tree filter, sure, whatever. But those ones that, like, smooth your skin and make you, like, make your eyes bigger. Make your, your lips bigger. Smaller and big, like, yeah. <laughs> that, that stuff, it's a slippery slope. And if you're always taking your picture with those filters, you are setting an unrealistic expectation for your children. And then you're also saying... Okay, you're also saying I'm not good enough without this. And your children, who do they freaking look like? They look like you. <laughs> like, you know, and I remember thinking my mom was the most beautiful person in the world. And then all I heard from her was how ugly she was. She felt she was. So it, I saw this post the other day and it just resonated so much. So this 80 year old yeah. woman. When she was eight years old, her mother, she put on rouge, rouge for the first time, blush, whatever. And her mother said, you look like a clown. And she is at 80 years old. It has stuck with her. 72 years gone by. She like feels very sensitive about putting makeup on. And it resonates so much because not because my mom ever did anything like that. Thank goodness. Hi, mom. Because she listens. But how easy it is when you, Mm -hmm. you know, the way you talk to your children, the way you talk about yourself, how easy it is to like change their outlook and even like if you're even if you're not talking about children like I was thinking about it with my haircut so I on YouTube you can see I chopped all my hair off I love it it's I so had cute. short hair like this when I met Scott so like it yeah. wasn't like a new thing I had my hair like this when I was 22 23 it was fun and a friend of my husband like a couple years after we were dating had said like I was growing it longer he's like you should keep it long when you're an old mom you can have like a mom haircut but while you're young you should have it long guys like long hair Oh my god! And that stuck with me yeah. at twenty five or whatever. Like, meanwhile, you already had a guy. And meanwhile, my husband <laughs> loved my hair because obviously he met me with this haircut. And so, like, when I came home the other day with it cut, he was like, oh, he was so excited because Aww. it's like what I looked like when I was twenty three and we met. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you know, those it does stick with you. Your short hair makes you look like a ton younger. It looks so young. like <laughs> you know what? It it's like Lila's haircut. I know. Yeah, it's that's what so Lila, cute. Lila said. We're twins now. Yeah. But it's, it's like, so cute. you know, the things you And so, yeah, I'm constantly complimenting her, her yeah. hair because she's, uh, like, already, like, I want to grow it long. But it's, like, those. Oh, it's so cute. You know, that, that voice but that. But that's what, that's the great thing about hair is it grows it back. It does grow back. Yeah. But, like, you know, whether it's hair, makeup, whatever you do, like, if it makes you feel good, great. And no one else's opinion matters. Right. And, like, you know, but I do feel like uh, it's so easy to be uh, influenced so easily by other people. Yeah. Like, even, you know. Well, it's like, it's like the whole crop top thing too. It's Mm. like, 
Oh, I could never. Like, and it's like, what, you're going to overheat when you run? Like, I don't know. Like, just wear it. Like, yeah, wear a sports wear bra. Wear the crop top, wear the sports bra. Like, buy, like, you know, fake the confidence until you make yeah. it. And, and you know, why let that negativity in? Sure, everybody has things that they don't, yeah. like, that, you know, aren't their favorites about them. But focus on the things that are your favorites. So, yeah. that was a fun little 12 minutes into social media and, yeah. and body, body image, image perspe- and- perspective. Um, speaking of, I had a, like, I... Looked at our Santa pictures and I feel huge. What? Oh my <laughs> I god! Huge. No, like no. my legs are so big. Like I've just like I've just like feel like pregnancy. I've just like I don't look pregnant in them. I look. I just look big. You don't look big though. <laughs> you don't look big in it's them funny. either. We it's look so like funny. the same size. <laughs> but I mean, granted, we look bigger than we did four years ago and five years ago. Yeah, because we are at healthier weight before I you just, hit started pregnancy. I just also had so much chafing between my legs. Aww. Run with Santa. So over the weekend, we ran the Run with Santa 5K, and we did 28.25, which I was so heart rate limited. That's the craziest thing. I was chatting with... um, with a runner who is also pregnant with an IVF pregnancy, she's only six weeks, and she was asking me because her doctor, her, like every doctor has their own like secret sauce for transfers and everything, and her doctor said no car- no running and complete pelvic rest until the end of the first trimester, um, whereas my doctor said two days after transfer, go back to doing whatever you want. I made the decision to not run until I got a positive pregnancy test because I felt like while there was no medical reason for this, I felt like if I had run and it didn't work, I might have blamed myself. So that it was a psychological reason. I I was walking, but I didn't run until I got that positive pregnancy test. And so I got the positive pregnancy test, got the beta, the positive beta at, you know, my OB because my physician, my IVF clinic wasn't going to do it until the Tuesday and it was the long weekend. So we ran that long weekend, all of that. Anyway, so I was chatting with her and, um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember. Oh, we were talking about like, she's going to be like 15, 16 weeks in February ish. And she was like, I have a couple of halves in January and February. And I was like, unless they're Disney where you can like just walk and chill. I was like, I really wouldn't do a half marathon at that point. Yes, it's possible. But if you're really going to do this, if you're going to follow your doctor with 12 weeks, like, like I just wouldn't like I, and I think you've even said while you did do a sub two half, like you're kind of like, I have no idea why I ran halves that late. Right. Well, so the one that I did at 24, 25 weeks around then yeah. for Disney, that was really, really hard, and I don't recommend that. Right. The ones that I did at 13, so, like, what did I do, 12, 12 weeks was Hershey. 12 weeks was fine, like, with the marathon. 16 or 17 weeks was Richmond, which my sub two half. I They were okay, um, and, like, at that point, though, coming into that pregnancy, I had such a high level of fitness right. that it wasn't a big deal because we were just talking about how, like, yesterday, or it came up by memories, four years ago, Yesterday, when I was pregnant with him, I was 18 weeks, and we ran an eight-mile run before work because right. we did that back then. You were still in CIM training, training and, like, yeah. I was still at an ability at 18 weeks pregnant to run eight miles in a morning, which right now I'm not even at an ability to go run eight miles right, in a morning. Right, right. So, well, and so really, I, was, yeah. I was just kind of sharing with her. I was like, you know, sure, I ran a marathon at 12 weeks pregnant, but that 21-miler, like, it – it did something to my pelvis, and now yeah. I deal with pelvic pain when I run for too long. Like, right. luckily, it hasn't come back full force like it did with the marathon. But I just feel like it's like half marathons to like. I here's the thing: to have them on your schedule and already be registered, it's really hard to not do them if yes. you're not feeling well, right? Or if it's not if things aren't going well, and like. If things are going well with the race to be out there for two and a half hours, like pregnant, that's that's rough. It's gonna be rough. That's yeah. rough. And so I feel like if you can jump into a half like late, then maybe make the decision like that week. But I I know for me, like two and a half hours of running is not happening right now unless it's gonna be in the pool. I could 
to easily do two and a half hours in the pool right now. Yeah, and I, so I agree. Like for her, like it, it, you know, if she had come from a point where I did with Julian in my pregnancy, where I had run, we had run twenty three miles, and then a few weeks later, I was doing those halves. Yeah, that's different. Well, and than, you ran twenty twenty some odd like early pregnancy. Too. That's what I mean. Like yeah. at six weeks, we ran a twenty three miler or something like that, or twenty, and then at you know I did that one half at seven or eight weeks, then another one at or whatever they were, and another at right. twelve. And but I was already at levels of running 20 milers right and I was running quite a lot like eight miles in a morning is like right and coming off of level. like your highest mileage month the month you got pregnant exactly like, so it's very yeah. different than if you're kind of starting from scratch at the or same time even as if pregnancy even or, at 100 mile months versus right. I mean you ran almost a 200 mile month your first month of pregnancy right like, so I was at you know it, yeah it was a different level like so if it's a if it's a drop down to half that's one thing but if it's right. a climb to get to or them or if it's like just maintain it trying to maintain mm-hmm. I I just think like even even with our like like you just have to be so flexible when it comes to um when it comes to like running in in pregnancy like I did not expect my heart rate to be the limiter. Yeah. I expected my body to be the limiter. Right. But, or like my my leg speed or something, my strength, I, I have no idea. But the fact that it's the strangest thing. So it's almost like my max heart rate has been dropped 40 beats. And like now, yeah. like I can't get, like my lactate threshold heart rate is my max heart rate now. Right. And so, like, I can't get anaerobic. So I can't get that, like, boost where you actually kind of feel good and sprint. I can't get that. Right. Yeah. Which no, is was, really, really rough. Yeah. It was, like, definitely – because when you were saying during the race, you were, like, my heart's at 160-something. Like, for you, normally, that could be, like, an easy run day. Yeah. And it was where you were limited to. It was really, like, I mean, it got up telling. to 180, 185, which is my lactate threshold heart okay. rate. But I couldn't get over 185. Right. Whereas when we do mile repeats in the summer and I find Marathon Liz, like, that's 190. Right. Mar- that's – Marathon Liz lives at 190. So, yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is where I can turn over. This is where I can like, like, I just, I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm like shuttling well, I'm lactate shuttling well and everything like, right, higher heart rate feels better for me. And like this, like, it, yeah, it just doesn't feel good <laughs> to be in that like orange zone pushing. Yeah, it's not a fun place to be. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, so we so we did the 5K. You've got a yeah. couple more you're going to do or a few more we're going to do, yeah. which is awesome that you're still super you know, fun and and still like setting achievable time goals in there and I still you know. I I'm interested to see if I can run like faster just on a different day because yeah. the other thing it, it was, was like 51. Really it was 51. It had been raining, so was that make it humid? humid. Mm-hmm. It was and humid. And then we wore, so we wore long sleeves thinking, oh, it's 51. Like, I b- immediately began overheating. Yep. Which Within, is like, like a minute of starting running. It was which really. Which is, like, insane. If we had so. done, like, a warm-up mile of actually running, we probably would have changed clothes yeah. or something. But we ran. But we didn't even bring We didn't tanks. bring other clothes. <laughs> but we, yeah, we, we did a warm-up walk because of, again, like, your pelvis is another limiter. So we have the, these just, like, limitations on what. But hopefully yeah. your pelvis is feeling fine after that. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's, like, I still get little twinges, um, you know, after, like, for the rest of the day after I run. Mm. Um, But it's not, it's not not like it was, it's not like it was when we did the 21 miler or even after the marathon. That was, that was really awful. It was so painful. such a long time to be running. It was very, very painful. It's just, it's so interesting. So, so that'll be fun. And then. I mean, 5Ks are always fun. Yeah. Yeah. They are, especially when you have these local ones that we have. We're so fortunate to have this, like, local run uh, store that puts on these races and that are, like, they're easy to get to. They're easy to, yeah. you know, logistics Navigate. are great. Yeah. They're they're great courses. And so they're just really fun to just go do versus, like, when you have, like, these bigger races on your calendar that have a lot more um, weight to them because you're, like, either traveling to them or it's obviously a longer distance where you have like all this stress on yourself when it's these little 5ks it's just like okay cool let's go run it and you know either it's a you go race it or you just go run it or whatever you do and it's just super fun so yeah yeah. so we have a little bit of a gift guide to go over with you but I wanted to get to a listener question oh nice 
We had a listener reach out, how do you do intervals on the treadmill? So yesterday I put together, and I just grabbed them from my own personal Instagram, a couple of like little treadmill workouts that I've done, but primarily on the treadmill because it takes a little while for your belt to speed up and slow down. Mm-hmm. I go back to the doubled ratio. So I go back to a one-minute walk, and I go back. So I do a lot of 60-60s or 60-30s where, no, 30-60s. 30-60s. Sometimes I'll do longer run segments, too, um, and I'll just play with increasing the speed throughout the longer run segment. So. Um, definitely, I I believe in the 60-second walk right. on the treadmill because of the belt slowing down. Sometimes I'll do a 30-second walk where I will, like, it's, I'll kind of, like, push it for the walk, let myself finish the 30 seconds, and then push it for the run. And that still gives me that, like, 15 seconds of, like, speeding up. So It's also yeah. with the longer segments, which is what I do, too, it's nice to... Um, have because you're it's so manual mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're going up and down to speed versus like when you're outside so it's so manual that having less fewer intervals overall yeah. is a little better so like if yeah if, if you're you know uh, on our easier ones yeah I do one and one and if I'm doing something mm-hmm. like I haven't run the treadmill forever but I might do two or three and one if I'm doing yeah. like if I'm um, going at a little faster speed. sometimes what I'll do is half mile repeats with a two minute walk in between them oh nice um, because, you know, it's just nice to kind of get a little bit more into the groove. Right, before and you change the, the cool, belt again. One of the cool things about a treadmill is you can actually pick your run pace, right? So right. outside I tend to run, like, actually not at the Santa race, though. My legs were not turning over. My cadence was not there. And I it's think pregnancy. it was heart rate limited. It is your pregnancy. Um, but outside, but yesterday it was better. Oh, really? Like, um, yeah. So, maybe humidity. So outside, my run speed tends to be somewhere between 7.30 and 6.55. Um, That's just, like, kind of where I fall in. But that's really difficult on a treadmill. Yeah. But you can practice running faster on a treadmill because you've got – so I encourage you to not be afraid of pushing 8.0 and 9.0 on a treadmill because – just like be ready if you have to to jump to the sides or push the stop button, mm-hmm. right? Just, just like kind of. But you can really work on cadence on a treadmill, yeah. And working on that foot speed, I, I mean, I did that for a while when I was like first starting out. I was like using the treadmill as a speed work tool. Yeah, home treadmills are not as fun to do that on as gym treadmills. Gym treadmills are the best. But it is doable. Like I've done it where I'll do it like three miles into a four or five mile run and I just do it for like that last, let's say I do three miles easy, then like, you know, mile four, I'll do that for like a half a mile where I push pace. Yeah. And then I'll slow back down. I'll even do it for just point one. For the last point one, I'll be like running at seven point eight. And then for that last point one or point one five, yeah. I'll push nine. Right. You know, and just like let myself finish really fast. And yeah. I really and I put it on there, I really like to do like say a half mile repeat where every point one, so I'll start at say seven point oh, and every point one I'll go up by point one speed. Mm-hmm. And then the next half mile repeat, I'll start at seven point one. And I'll go up by 0.1. And then the, like, so each half mile gets faster throughout the half mile, but it also starts a little faster. And so that can, like, really help build your, like, speed endurance where you're not slowing down through a run. You're actually speeding up through a run. Yeah. So that can be fun. And it's fun to play on it. gamifies it. Yeah. (laughs) Or sometimes I'll do, like, like 0.25 at 7.0 and then point, or, like, you know, even 0.1 at 7.0, and then I'll do 0.1 at 8.0, and then I'll do 0.1 at 7.0, and then I'll do 0.1 at 8.5, and, like, back and forth, because it's kind of, it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Fun on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> or 30 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever it is, like, just play with your, play with the numbers, and don't, like, yeah, you're not going to reach all the way up to full speed in 15 seconds, right. but just that variation can be kind of fun. Hopefully it doesn't, like, kill treadmill motors, because otherwise <laughs> I've been killing treadmill motors since I started running on treadmills. Interesting thought. Yeah. But, yeah, you have to, like, with intervals, you have to 
go up and down. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm always worried about my up and down buttons on my treadmill. <laughs> they die. I'm like, what so, if one dies? I've had this treadmill since 2014 or 15. Yeah. So, they, I mean, it's lasted a long time. I got it serviced once, like a year ago, just to, and it was actually in really good shape. Oh, good. Um, he didn't really need to do much on it. That's good. So, the Soul um, F80? Is yeah. That, we ha- we both I have, have the same. The 85, or 85. I think. I think I have the 80. Um, but I got it, yeah, like... 10 years ago for 1400 bucks. So, yeah. like, it's... I got mine two month. years ago for, like, two grand. So they haven't even come up that much. And, actually, I called them and got a discount on it because I can't remember why. Like, something something happened where I couldn't... Couldn't order it or something? I couldn't or? take advantage of their financing for some reason. Yeah. Like, like... So I was like, well, since I have to, like, call, and so I had to call, like, something happened where I had to call to order. And I was like, you know, this is really, like, this is a pain. Like, I was hoping to go through your website and be able to finance it. And they're like, well, we can give you 15% off or something. I was like, sold. <laughs> so nice. I've heard the Nordic track is a good one, though, yes. too. The the home, commer- I think it's called the commercial, though, but yeah. it's a home. And then um, Ellen... Uh, Freckled Runner just mm-hmm. got the Peloton yeah. tread, so I can't wait to hear how she likes that. A lot of people really like their Peloton tread. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I like the one that we have. I love that it folds up. I mm-hmm. feel like I miss the Lifetime ones from the gym. Right. That they just have a powerful motor. I feel like they're so much easier to run on. Like same. I like. I want like a real gym treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe I just need a gym. Or just go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean that that might be something that we have to do eventually, so that we can mm-hmm. have child watch, so that Brian and I can both work yeah. out at the same time. Like, yeah. Popper and child watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of shopping, oh, yeah. we have a little bit of a gift guide, and it's pretty much like we've done one other episode where we did some of our like favorite um, products, and this is more of our favorite products, um, but just some really good gift ideas for runners. Um, so yeah, should we jump yeah. into that? Yes. Um, um, so first off, runners love gloves. Mm-hmm. We have <laughs> runners, so we have gloves <laughs> and mittens, and we have a couple of different kinds. But if you don't want to spend a lot of money on a runner friend, but you want to give them something that they will one hundred percent appreciate, those dollar two dollar gloves. So they're five at Target, at Target now. They're five dollars. I, I linked them. We're gonna link everything in our show notes. So the five dollar. Um, they're Do called they tech still come in two pack in packs I don't know. of two? You know, inflation. They're oh used to be, they were three dollars at one point. Maybe yeah, they were two. But they were pack they were packs of two at right. one point as well. Anyway, just like little stretchy gloves, those are the best. Yeah, and they're touch they actually are, you know, they work on your phone. Like yeah. they so and they do fall apart, like the fingers you'll get holding. Yeah, them, you'll get yeah, but they're but worth they're, <laughs> but they're still it's so nice. Like they're almost like oh. throwaway gloves. So definitely I messed up. Yeah, oh. so the, another option is the head brand, and that um, they're usually like twenty bucks. But, um, but yeah, the the Target five dollar ones are awesome. Yeah. They're really great. Or like um, like thinner gloves. I feel like really like so if you're looking for gloves for a runner or mittens for a runner, thinner is kind of nice because you can always layer them. Um, but like thicker, your hands can get. Like I have some nice Nike running gloves. But my hands overheat in them because they're really thick. Whereas, yeah. like, I had some Saucony ones. I actually, when I took my jacket off, like, a couple weeks ago and left it by the trail, I think I left my gloves there, oh, too, no. and I never picked up the gloves. Oh, no. So I'm sad. We'll have to look for them. Maybe they're still but there. Maybe they are still there. <laughs> um, but Lululemon has really thin, yeah. nice ones. I have a, I had a pair of um, Wazelle ones that were really yeah. thin and nice. So. And um, Smartwell has some really nice oh, ones, yeah. too. Um, so... Definitely, like, if you are, like, I don't know what to get. Like, nobody says nobody says no thank you to gloves. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, and, my gosh, gloves, yay. And they're, like, one size fits all, so you don't yeah. have to know somebody's sizing. Because some of these items, we do have, like, a list of little, some clothing items, which obviously you need to know their sizing. Yeah. Um, and we have, like, you know, some other stuff that's unisex, too, though. Um, so, yeah, the, those are my favorite. Um, the, okay. Do we want to go over, do, do we want to go down with clothes? Gear first? No, no, we can, sure. go, we can go with clothes. So, 
We're definitely 100% big fans of Sunita Athletics. They're so inexpensive. So a Sunita's gift card would be great. Yeah. Uh, Our favorite shorts are the Lux High-Waisted Rio shorts. Oh, yeah. Right now, we both have the 3.75 in most Mm -hmm. of them. But I think I'm going to try to find a 5 and a 7 and see what they're like. Because, again, that chafing. The chafing. That chafing. They come in multiple lengths. They're so inexpensive. Like it's so stretchy They're like 26 so bucks when they're regular priced. So stretchy and comfortable. They have huge pockets. They fit yes. your phone. They fit your shoes and your gels. Yeah. And they're actually really flattering, too. Yes. Like, we wear them as Agreed. just shorts. Like, without, like... Yeah, without, like, skirts. But they're great with skirts uh, over them as well, so. Yeah, they're super flattering. I love the high waist. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they come in a million colors. I also like that that they're slightly compressive. They're not, like, super compression, Mm -hmm. but they're slightly compressive. So especially, like, as I've gotten bigger and I'm still wearing the same small size, they feel really great with my big belly. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. Like, that's also why they're so flattering. I feel like because the waistband just, you know, gives you, like, a nice little. Yeah. you know, shape. Yeah. Um, another, you've turned me on to a Lululemon Align. Yeah, the Align tights and shorts oh, with or so without nice. pockets. The pocket ones are harder to find. They're online, but they, they're hard to find in the store. The one thing about the pocket ones is the waistband on the back makes them not as comfortable as the regular Aligns. So my recommendation is to go up a size in the pocket ones versus the regular. Mm, so... Um, the regular Align leggings and everything, um, they're, they have a very, very stretchy waistband that's super comfortable. Um, so with the, the extra seaming on the pocket ones and the extra seaming on the sides, they're just not quite as stretchy. So you might need to go up a size. Like, yeah. That's a good tip. They're yeah. so soft, though. That, oh, my like, gosh. The, the material is just so soft and stretchy. They're, that's it's like why I love them so much. It's like buttery soft. Buttery yeah, soft. Yeah, it's like all I ever <laughs> want to wear. I mean, I have like probably six or seven pairs of the line leggings. Nice. They're, and they're really thin, which is nice, too. Right. Um, the pocket ones are a little thicker because they do have the extra, like, support for the pockets. But the, the regular ones are super thin, too, which is just so lovely and nice. I wish that the regular ones had just, like, one pocket in the back, though, for, for your phone. Like I also wish, yeah, I was going to say with the Sunitas, too, I wish there was, like, a key pocket or a zipper pocket. Yeah. That's the one flaw with both the Lululemon line and, like, the Sunita Luxe Rio. Um, well, there's a little key pocket in the front in the Lululemon. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's not zipper. No, it's not. And so as long as it's secure enough, otherwise, you know. But it's inside the waistband. It's inside the waistband. Yeah. Because, like I was saying on the 5K, um, Santa's 5K, when I ran it in 2018, I think, um, my car key flew out of my little top pocket thing, my key pocket, bounced behind me on the course, and we were out on Reston Parkway on the highway or whatever, and I had to run back for my key. And that was like, Did you, like, finish the race and then run back? No. Or flew? Okay. Thank goodness. Otherwise, it would have been gone. But it flew out. I I noticed it. Turned around, grabbed it, and, like, I still PR'd. Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then super soft joggers. Oh, we love such super a good gift joggers. for men yes. in your life, too. Um, my husband loves the Viore um, pocket joggers. Rabbit um, has some great pocket joggers. They're called the Easy Joggers. Um, they're really amazing. And then you actually got some joggers from Sunita's. I love you, them. They're yeah. so comfy. So they're like my, you know, all day long. I don't necessarily run in them. Um, my husband runs in his Viore ones sometimes. Oh. Like they definitely are I wear a more, you could run in. More as like relaxation. Lifestyle. Relaxation pants are like... PJ pants that I can go out of the house in. Yeah. I wear so. them on weekends. I wear them on work from home days. Like, they're just yeah. super comfy. So I love the joggers for either, you know, like not running, after running, <laughs> whatever. But you can run in them too. We love, and we have so many of the colors, the Wazelf long sleeves. We love both the Flow, which is the really thin one. And the fly out, and they both like a, they're like that's more of like a knit. Yeah, it's still really it's thin. It's still very breathable, and they both have the big ass watch hole, which is so amazing. I love that I it has the thumb holes, and that I can still have my watch visible. Like they're just incredible. What's so nice about them is they're so thin that if you have to take them off and tie them, they don't feel like you've got much tied around your waist. They're they're just incredible. Like. 
definitely big fans of those, and they're worth the 70-ish dollars. And there's um, usually sales. Yeah. Like, I know I put in pricing of, like, uh, what the full price is, but usually I've been, I don't think I've ever paid $76 for them because there's always good sales. Yeah. And buy, Especially this time of year. Yeah. Buy, like, you know, several colors because there's always, like, oh, my yeah. gosh, they're the best. We And that's what we overheated in, granted, yeah. on the 5K. But really, what's they're so breathable that most of the time, almost any weather, they're very wearable. I'll wear them in summertime, and in long cold, runs, what's nice is cold weather. They're so thin that they're easy to layer yes. as well, and then you're not removing an outer layer to have short sleeves. You're removing an outer layer to still have a nice long sleeve that, when you are starting to get warm, is breathable. So yeah, they still a lot of a lot of airflow. Yeah. Um, so those are yeah my favorite top um, um, socks. Mm-hmm. Socks. Everybody needs socks. It's an easy, again, an easy, like, you don't have to do some of the size. Although, I feel like people are really particular about their socks. True, like, true. I love the ones that you put. Uh, Belega are my favorite. Like, I love the no-show comfort. Uh, I love the hidden comfort. I love the, like, just their regular, I, I think they're called endurance socks. And then I love their super thin ones that are right-left. I love Belega socks. They're my absolute favorite yeah. socks. I don't think you can go wrong with a pair of Belega socks for yeah, someone. but I hate feature socks. Oh. And I yeah. know people just who don't love fit you, right? features. They love them. Yeah. Yeah, I just am not a fan of them. I feel like they're shoe-shaped instead of foot-shaped. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So, I think they've changed because I think they have an open like an open toe box on them. Maybe you tried some of yeah. their older ones. But then we have stance. I love stance socks. So funny story with stance, like when I was putting this one on the list. When I went and did Grandma's Marathon, I went to the Mall of America yeah. with Cherry in Minnesota, which I don't know if you've been there. No. It's insane because it's yeah. the biggest mall yeah. anywhere. I don't know. And they have like, you know, these huge like Lego construction things in and it. And there's a roller coaster. Yes. But there's a stance store in there. Uh-huh. So fun. Like, it was, like, literally just a stance sock store. And there's I like, one at Disney. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I was so, oh, we'll have to go at next Disney time Springs. then we're at Disney. Yeah. Because it was so fun to, like, have all the fun stance socks to choose from. I brought some back for, yeah. for gifts. But stance socks are just, like, they have, their performance ones are the ones, like, I would recommend for running. But they also just have fun ones for, like, you know. I always bike in stance day. socks. Yeah. Like, you They're know, good, like, Yeah, the, the crew socks. ones. Yeah, or the, the like, higher ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then CEP compression, super obsessed. Our tall, our tall compression socks are CEP. We love CEP because they are yeah. like a true um, medical grade compression. They, but they have like a loose. It's not like a super tight foot. Mm-hmm. So and like it's funny. Like I have not been able to wear other brands of compression because I feel like I don't like the sock of it. Right. And CEP, I really enjoy the sock. Like it still has. A little bit of compression around the arch, but you've got, like, freedom to move your toes. You have nothing bunching or weird on your heel. I think it's um, – and I know a lot of people love pro compression, right. but I just have not been able to get behind the sock part of their socks. Right. And with CP, like, as I'm also one of those people who's picky about the fit of my socks, I have a lot of their no-show, like, yeah. ones for – that I wear – like I was wearing a pair yesterday. When I'm not wearing the tall ones, a lot of times I'll wear the no-show short ones, and oh. they do not bother my feet. They don't to have the nice compression weird. around the arch, though. Exactly. Yeah. They don't. They don't constrict. They don't make. Yeah. So like even their no-show ones, um, even though they're compressed compression, they're not like what you'd think of. I they're was not on their website seeing if they had other colors. In the in the ones that look like the eighties, they yeah. don't. I know. Uh, I want red and I green. <laughs> I know. Every time I go to check, I feel like we have uh, everything that they have yeah. out. But within they have reason, um, but. some ski socks. Yes, that looked really nice, and I was like, "Well, that might be nice for winter to have like some some ski socks, like and just wear those running, like for cold, you know." Cold oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And also a good, you know, another good gift for your yeah. our snowboarding husbands and <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we went through mittens, uh, mittens and gloves. I you know, if they still made those run lights, that was the best gift I know. ever. Like we have these hand lights with these on these little slings, and then the lights also go into mittens. It was the best. Um, I wish that company still existed. Yeah. Because those would be I'd be giving them to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to like be like, man, we need to figure out how to like restart this company. Ooh, Kickstarter that. Yeah, because <laughs> like having hand lights is just like it's the best when you're out running at night. So Yeah, and for dog 
dog walking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're really yeah. useful because everybody's always asking, what headlamp? And I'm like, no headlamp. Yeah. <laughs> you need the little ones that go over your knuckles. And like we've worn the chest, the chest lights yep. are good too, but the, the hand lights are just where it's at. Yeah. And because you can direct them again, yeah. like whereas the chest light might be fine if you're running in one direction, but the hand lights are great for, again, like Picking dog walking. Dog poop. <laughs> yeah. Like have the ability to like turn it to yeah. see where you're going or whatever. Um, too bad that they don't exist. Yeah, and then buff, <laughs> anything from buff brand, um, those just those little skinny neck buffs, even like the free ones, they're amazing. Like I, I wear them all winter. Yeah, I just found out after chopping off all my hair that my neck is freezing <laughs> because I don't oh. have my I'm like, this is why guys always wear hats. Yeah. So um buff, yeah, the buff neck, you know, just regular buffs. And then also I really, really love their headbands. Yes. Um they have a new one. They used to the cool net was the one I always bought. Cool Coolnut UV or whatever. Yeah. And then now they have this one called Dry Fix. So their okay. Coolnut UVs are all on sale for like 10 bucks, and their Dry Fix ones are 20 but they have okay. pretty colors. Um, they're like the same material but less of it. So you – because if you take a normal buff, you can make it a headband, but it's – for me, it's too it's much too material. Thick. Yeah. So here's what I do with my buffs. I take about – three or four inches and I cut three or four inches off of my buffs. Make a headband. So I make my headband and then my neck warmer all all out of one. Nice. Um, it makes it a very thin headband, but it's, I mean, it's, it covers your ears. And that's all I need. Like I, like right. yesterday it was cold, but it wasn't cold, cold. And so just the single layer buff headband was great from a cut one. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah I didn't realize that was a cut one and not just like the, yeah. the kind that folds. So the, they're usually like two layers that are sewn together. Yeah. Um, no, it's just a cut one. Okay. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. But and yeah, and buff comes in so many patterns and colors. They're just really fun. Yeah. So, um, so definitely. And, you know, honestly, if you like, if you get a free one from work or something, just give that to a runner and a runner will be happy. They were, yeah. They Although were, everybody listening is probably a runner. So they're like, no, yeah. I open those and use those. There <laughs> were so, they were doing so many free ones for a while and they still sometimes are. Like, so they, um, at the race at the expo at Philly, yeah. they had come, you know, they had a booth and they were like, you have to answer a question to get one. I don't know, you know, there's just some something yeah. silly. And then he handed it to me and it was actually it was the Dietz and Watson half marathon on it and it has Great. hot dogs. It's really funny. I love it. And I was gonna wear it, but it says the half marathon. I was like, oh Scott should yeah. have it because he ran the half. And so yeah. it's a cute, funny, patterned one. So you can still usually get them free, but if not, like, I mean, go buy them. They're awesome. Yeah, and then the Fitletic Mini um, mini Sport Belt is absolutely the best little phone holder ever. Mm-hmm. And with, I feel like with uh, fanny packs being, like, more in style <laughs> so now, you can just wear it all the time. <laughs> you can. And I wear, so I will use my Fitletic um, on the marathon days. I'll fill that with my gels and, and goos and whatever and, gum, you know, chews. And I'll stick my phone in, like, my bra pocket or my side pocket yeah. so I can take pictures. And then I'll move things around, like, later in yeah. the race. But that way I have – it's, like, an extra – so it's a fanny pack. It's tiny, I just but it's always, perfect. I just always have my phone in it because, like, that – like, I know it won't bounce around. I know right. I won't drop it. Like, but, yeah. And, and then I always – I keep a credit card in there. Yeah. So that I always have that access, too. But, yeah, it's, it's a great – great little tool. Sometimes I forget that I'm wearing it because yeah. it like you don't even feel it. And I used to wear speaking yeah, other brands. I used to wear other brands that had like spy belt, not gonna say anything bad, but, but they would they like bounce around. Yeah. They'd flip they, around. Yeah. Whereas so what's nice about the Fitletic one is that it's flat. It's like the size of the pouch the pouch still stretches. Um so it can accommodate a lot, but it's flat. Yeah. Just it by design. Fitletic also makes really cool water bottle holders that are really great that fit low as well. Um, like it doesn't carry a lot of water, but the, I did my first marathon training with, um, you know, just the two little water bottles from the Fitletic. Luster. Yeah, that's nice. great. Yeah, so that's a brand that we always go back to, and they're twenty bucks. So like another good little stocking stuffer gift idea for someone that. Um, running shoes, find out what kind your runner loves because every runner has a different oh. love affair of shoes. And, but also it's like, we all need shoes. So that's a yeah. really, you know, if you're looking to gift So a for gift someone, card for $200 to a running store yeah. is like, because that's really what, what shoes are starting to run. I mean, although if you have a marathon runner in your life... Um, or if you're looking for a gift for yourself and you don't have a pair of super shoes, buy some freaking super shoes. Yes. Go to the store, figure out which super shoes you want, 
I mean, most people I feel like are running in the Nikes, Alpha Fly, Vaporfly, or in now in the Endorphin Speed or Endorphin, Endorphin Elite. Elites. Um, you know, I feel like those are two really safe options, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely like you can always restock some, on shoes. Get some super shoes. Super yeah. shoes. Um fuel. Um I mean, again, you know, we were so and we still love Honey Stinger and we were we were so set for so long on Honey Stinger and Martin only. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like everybody is catching up on fuel and hydration and it's it's all getting so much better that it's less or maybe we're we're getting out of our heads about like this fuel is good and this fuel is bad. I feel I like more I, options. I can use so many different, so many more different fuels than I could before. I think there's just so many more options. Like yeah. we are still Honey Stinger ambassadors and love Honey, love Stinger. Honey Stinger, but we did recently try Bonk Breakers, and that's another great alternative. I'm obsessed with Bonk yeah, Breakers too, they and they're from Salt Stick, yeah. which we love. Um, and then Pedialyte Sport, I've been like. Like obsessed with drip drop. You Naomi turned me on to yeah. drip drop. I like I drank some this morning because I'm like, oh, this is an easy way to get like delicious water. And I like yeah. with the drip drop that it's like for eight ounces instead of for sixteen ounces because I actually like mine watered down. Uh-huh. So I was making my sixteen ounce Pedialyte ones with twenty four ounces of water. And so with the drip drop, I it's it four like eight ounces. I do it in twelve. And so then I feel like I'm really getting like good hydration. Yeah, drip drop. I feel like doesn't have a fake sugar taste to it because it doesn't no, have. It has it real sugar, and it's but it's just the hint. Like it's not too it much. It has a little, and it is. Um, it is a little higher calorie than, say, Pedialyte Sport, which is I want to say thirty five calories for the for the full mix of sixteen ounces right. in one packet. Whereas drip the drop might be drip like drop 45 is thirty. Or, it's thirty five for the eight ounces. Okay, is it? So it's so it's like. I mean, it's like seventy yeah. comparison, but that's still that's Gatorade. So it's not. I mean, I think it's less than Gatorade. I think Gatorade's more like a hundred and something. No, Gatorade is fifty calories per eight ounces okay. from the bottle from the powder mix. It's I okay. want to say it's sixty or seventy. So okay, which that's another thing. Gatorade, the powder mix, and the pre-mixed in the bottle it has different formulations. Oh, yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. There's more sodium in the powdered mix. So, yeah, so all the little nutrition things are an easy, like, you know, um, because it's consumables. So consumables are great at at Christmas. (laughs) And then Orgain protein powder. And we have a a code for 30% off. Right now you can get the peppermint mocha, which is my favorite. Yeah, and I I need to, like, stock up on the peppermint mocha because I want that year-round. Yeah, and it comes in a smaller canister, so you need to get more. That's, like, I need to, like, literally buy a case of it because, yeah, I'm, like, obsessed with it. Yeah, and I like their, just, like, their chocolate fudge. So, like, that's a great way to throw some powder yeah. Throw some powder on it because, or pro, sorry, throw some protein on it because yeah. you always need protein. You're not, we're not getting enough protein. Like, that's something I'm concerned about right now. And um, so I think those are a good little add-on for your nutrition. Um, and then there are a ton of great running books out there. Um, and, you know, there's other great things. Theragun would be great mm-hmm. as a The gift. mini would be an awesome gift if you're willing to splurge on somebody. Yeah. Um, or, or the elite. Why yeah. not? Really? Like just I mean, they have good sales. Like again, I yeah. think they're like 280 right now or something. Target had them on sale last Christmas, and that's when, when I got mine. So, yeah. because they're part of the electronics department, which was like all on sale. Yeah, they're so always funny. having good sales. Yeah. Um, there are tons of great books that came out in the last year. Oh, yeah. Kara Goucher, Lauren Fleshman. Amazing. Des Linden's book was amazing. Oh, so good. Her book, like, I could not put it down. Yeah. It was, yeah. Hers and Lauren Fleshman's. And Kara Goucher's I really loved, too. Yeah. But, like, they were just so, they were so moving and so, yeah. you know, just such good reads. And they yeah. all came out this year. So those are great. Um, yeah. If you haven't read them yet or if you have someone in your life who'd be interested um, there's a new book by, I think it's by Matt Fitzgerald, that's the um, How to Run, um, or like Run Like a Pro, Even If You're Slow, I think it's called. I really oh. want to read that one. That's on like my that. list. Um, I like that. And then um, metalhangers.com, Allied Metals, they make the best metal hangers. They're so beautiful. They're like pieces of art. I like, oh, you know what? Talk for a second. Yeah, so I <laughs> and I need to get some more metal hangers in my basement because surrounding my treadmill, I have all my medals, and they're you know 
they're overflowing. And so, yeah, Allied Metal Hangers has these really fun ones where, like, they have different, um, like, cityscapes and different, like, fun. Okay, so this, if you're oh, on yeah. YouTube, you can see it. This is my super cute dopey, dopey. challenge one. Um, so and it's cute. Got 48.6 magical yeah. miles. And it's really, they're really beautiful. The they look like art when they're on the wall, though. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing about them, so if you're just listening, they are, um, they have like a aligned with the wall, like parallel to the wall, like bar that stands about maybe a quarter of an inch away Not from even. the wall mm-hmm. so that you can slide your the hooks of the strap of your metal on there so you don't have any hooks sticking out from the wall. Yeah. So I have mine in my stairwell and that means like people aren't going to like accidentally snag their jacket as they're walking down the stairs right. or anything. They're flush against the wall. Yeah, they look um, so much nicer in my opinion than the ones with hooks. And yeah. they also hold more in they that way because so many metals. Yeah. Although, so I had one of mine stuck up with command strips rather than screwed in the way that it should be. And it was fine for years. And I hung Saturday's metal on it and it came, it came down. down. So I'm like, all right, I need to actually get this, like, put up the right way. Mine are all screwed in, but I did it. I didn't anchor them. Um, I'm always worried that that's going to happen because yeah. I need to go back through and, like, but I have, like, so many hangers and yeah. so many medals. And I actually need another hanger, though, because I'm out of room on all of them. Yeah. But, um, oh my gosh, I have, like, six in the hallway. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I have, like, a Chicago specific one, a DC specific one. Um, and then I have one that says, I run this town. That was the first one that I got. A friend of mine got it for me. Um, and I remember thinking that it was so big. And I was like, how I am I ever going to fill this? And then, like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And then I have two of the really long ones. I have never challenge your limit or never limit your challenges, challenge your limits. And then I have give give the girl the right pair of shoes and she'll take over the world. So nice. maybe I'll take some photos of mine so yeah, that people can the see. Uh, and we can put it on this blog post like way later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get the, we'll get the, the audio up, up first and then we'll we'll uh, like ping you when all the links and stuff are live. So. Yeah. Um, another, you know, item if you can, if you is uh, race registrations, if yeah. you can get like someone race registration or we have this amazing program here with PR races, which is the race pass, which is any four races throughout the whole next year. Rock and roll used to do a passport where you yeah. could get three rock and roll races for the price of two or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's an amazing gift. Um, Such a or good if you gift. know a specific race that someone would be like thinking about, then yeah. yeah that's an amazing gift. Um, yeah. And like, that's another way that you can give a gift card to somebody and say, hey, like, this gift card is for a race. Re- like, I want to give to a race registration, not here's just a gift card. Like, because right. that's a way to like make it more personal. personal. You know, and then Roadrunner Sports is a national chain right. for running shoes. So that's a great option if you're gifting to a runner that doesn't live local to you. If if they're local to you, definitely support your local running store. 100%. And, and every every area has a local running store. And if, I mean, everybody listening to this podcast is a runner, so they all know. Yeah. <laughs> but but we, we recommend supporting your local running store because that's how you elevate it and make it better. <laughs> yeah. And get back to your so, own community. And our race has these great sweatshirts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, that we're the Run YouTube. with Santa is it's the best swag of it's the year. It's so cozy and soft inside. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, like Scott saw it and was like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. He's like, oh, the, these winter races with PR give yeah. out either long sleeves the, or sweatshirts. I wonder what the uh, race he's doing that. The half holiday marathon. Half. I wonder what their it's, swag is. I think it's is. usually a long sleeve. I'll have to go look. But yeah. it's like it's kind of nice to get the sweatshirts and the long sleeves mm-hmm. versus like just the t-shirts in the summertime. Yeah. So sign up for the winter races and get better I, swag. Well, and then Potomac Running also has it where you can choose a $10 gift card, which right. I think I usually is do great. that. I do that if it's a tech shirt. Um, but if it's a if it's a sweatshirt, I want the sweatshirt. But it, or actually, if it was a cotton shirt, I would want the cotton shirt yeah, too. Yeah, same. I'm a big fan, especially of cotton long sleeves. Like I, I don't know. That's that's just what I like to wear. Like the Army Ten Miler 
used to give out a cotton long sleeve t-shirt. Oh, I wish they did that again. And it was the, I stole my dad's in 1995. I stole his Army 10 Miler <laughs> cotton long sleeve t-shirt and I wore it all the time. It was my favorite. <laughs> and you know, I, I went back and looked up his time and granted it was pre-chip timing. And he yeah. ran a 128 oh, wow. and he's like, well, you know, my first mile was like an 11 minute mile because I was so slow, so far back and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've run faster than you at the Army 10 Miler. I'm like, sure. I've run, like. Even with an 11 minute mile. Yeah. I <laughs> was funny. like. But, but I mean, I believe it. It's like one of the largest 10 milers ever. So I believe that he started way far back. Yeah. And, you know, 128 was probably, probably ran like a 116 or something. Right. Because I was going to say, if it's just gun time, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. All, that's all that's it was. wild. And the yeah. amount of, yeah, the, the crowdedness of that course. Yeah, it's funny. I like tried to look back. My dad's run two marathons in his life, and I tried to find his times. Which um, ones did he do? They were um in they were in Fort Hood, Texas. Okay, and they were both in Fort Hood, Texas, but they were certified courses so that the CO could get a Boston qualifying time. <laughs> and so, That's like, cool. yeah. So I tried to look them up. I think they were in '83 and '84 oh, were wow. the two years that he did it. And I was like, and like my mom's like, I think it was like a three thirty five or, or something, whatever it was. Yeah. And I was like, when I ran my three thirty two, I was like, I'm faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Yeah. Beat your dad. I uh, love that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh. I, I want to get back into that shape so badly. Like, I think about it, like, especially so this past weekend with CIM. And way to go, Jess. Congratulations oh on your huge PR. She ran Amazing. so well. And it was an over five-minute PR yeah. or something like that. She yeah. crushed it. She ran a 344 and then so fast. She, she was saying how her goal was to negative split the race. And I was like, you know, that's a really difficult course to negative split on because all the great downhills are at the beginning. And so, and then it's flat at the end. And flat is amazing. But after you've been running downhill for like twenty miles, flat feels uphill. Right. <laughs> so I, I mean, she did, and it, she had, you know, two less than two minute positive split. It was a great race. She ran it she ran like amazing. super well. Um, but it made me like ha- be like, oh, I really want to go do it. And then, yeah. but then I'm like, do I want to do it in twenty four? Do I want to do it in twenty five? Because we had talked about maybe pushing it off until 25. So it's like, ah, what it'll do we be, do? I know. It'll be hard to know because you, she, your baby won't be here till May or yeah. around, around then. So it'll be hard to, like, you know, like have that idea of how it's going to go until yeah. after that. And so it's just so up in the air. I know. But we I, at least have R- R- Richmond have for Richmond. now. And Richmond's really fast. So we, Richmond's you know, very fast. We have that option, like, if we decide not to go out to California. Yeah, too. and we're going to have to get some real good fitness between now and then. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, my god. Same. I'm not in that shape anymore oh either. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. And that's why I'm like, oh, do I want to save CIM for when I'm, like, really in good shape like really really, like it's not like the race has to be fast but it is a travel race and that's the you know and it has and there's a time change and so there's factors of it that like you just have a little more logistics than you know and with the baby it's too much there's too much that you don't know too many unknowns right well and then you know I just like the both times that I've gone to run CIM I just like went in with like this confidence of knowing what I could do and I just it's so, like, nice to, like, like, I don't want to go in, like, without. Undertrained. Yeah, or, without that confidence mm-hmm. of knowing exactly, which I, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll go in knowing exactly what I can do. But, like, I don't know. I guess there's a little, like, there's comparisons to the thief of joy. Is. And I just don't want to have that. I, so, I totally understand because that's what happened with Philly was I had, yeah. like, it was a complete unknown. I didn't even know if I could physically run 26 miles I'm like I'm still broken right now and so there was very much a like you know going there with with zero expectations um and feeling a little bit of like a little downhearted because it wasn't because I wasn't gonna yeah yeah because I wasn't gonna run a race that I you know wanted to 
but it was very freeing and I do feel really good about, you know, I yeah. of course I feel really good about my finish and what I ran and like I also had so much fun. I loved that course. I had so much fun in that See, course. That's that the thing. It wasn't stolen from me. I didn't lose the experience of it by it being like you're not in the shape you're going to be in. There's parts of CIM that have like great cheering. That's really fun. But then there's also parts that it's just fast people trying to run fast. Right. And so it's just like the wrong race for that. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Right. Whereas Richmond, no matter what Richmond will feel amazing. Yeah. Right. Right. And like, because it's such a fun city to run through. Right. You know, Marine but Philly Corps. has really quiet areas where there's no no spectators. But I but Philly doesn't. But, ha- but you don't a run a three, But you don't run a three thirty at, at Philly, and you're fifty, and you're in the fiftieth percentile. Like right. that's the right. thing. It's, it's not like, like just fast people. Right. It's, it's, you go there's to, average people too. You go to CIM, and like no joke, the average woman's time for. Like is is under three twenty, right? Is, it, well, <laughs> under yeah, it's, it's under it's under three forty five. Like, yeah. So it's like a full hour faster, right? Just the field is a full hour faster. So it's like going and running slow at Boston or somewhere where like everyone's. I would say it's and even, even faster than that. Yeah, I would say well, it's even faster. It than is that. because yeah, but. Um, yeah. So a lot of people victory lap at Boston, and right. Boston has a huge right. charity portion. So yeah, I would say it's even faster yeah. than that. Um, so, well, yeah. so last item I'll mention because Penny oh, wants yeah. to go out. Um, I think a running journal is an amazing gift idea and, yeah. or, or something you should try yourself. So I haven't like consistently used a running journal. I've been like my Instagram and my Strava are sort of my running journal. That's I was but, saying like I was thinking like maybe that's the use of Strava. Maybe yep. like going in and really or gar- the Garment app has a great for private notes. The Garment app has great like. You right know, info or great spot for journaling as well. Yeah, but if a Garmin would actually be a, a Garmin running is gift. a great running gift. I was gonna put that on there, but it's also really pricey. But we can throw the link it's in there, of course. Pricey. Anywhere from you're spending anywhere from Although like two hundred to six hundred. We've gifted Garmin's to people. Yeah, to our moms, <laughs> to our moms, um, to Lauren. Yes, remember it was Lauren's birthday and yes. wedding present. And we yeah we we, we, <laughs> we got, got her went like in a on a gift. Garmin. And like yeah, with our moms, we got them the like two hundred dollar yeah. um, Vivo Fit. I guess yeah. So they're amazing. And um, yeah, so a running journal, if you're like a paper person, um, Believe, which um, Lauren Fleshman, again, we got a promo because she's amazing. The Believe running journal are really nice. Um, um, like Jeff paper. Galloway has, yeah, a, has, has a, a great running journal. journal. Um, that has like little Jeffisms along the way as yeah. well. So and those are just a great way to like if you then you can kind of flip back through your season and also it'll help you like planning your next season of like what went well, what didn't. Um, but yeah, that's oh, what and, I literally use my Instagram for. It's and like retrospective, <laughs> like journal. looking back, like when you're when you're in the middle of a new season and it starts to get hard, and looking back that it was hard the previous season and you still did well, like. That, that can it's be reassuring, yeah, yeah. Uh, confidence boosting, yeah. and yeah. So um, a journal, or just use your Strava or your Instagram for that. Yeah, but circle it back, uh, <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and I love how Strava now, like, it's like this run a few years ago. Yeah, it will like show you if almost you, like memories. Actually, that's another gift idea, and I've done that for my husband. Is the Strava subscription? Oh yeah, I've been paying for Strava Premium forever because you like, don't get those if you don't get the comparisons if you don't have premium. Oh. So it'll show you your personal best. It'll show you your comparisons of this run as compared to doing it three years matched ago runs, five years ago, max yeah. runs and it'll say trending faster or trending slower which is okay too yeah slow runs make you I fast. have a lot of runs that are trending slower because <laughs> like that. runs that we do all the time like yeah you know and now we're doing them in 11s in right. like the mid 11s when we like, swim in the nines yeah or we used to do them in the mid nines back when we were doing 90 30 as our easy run pace so. yeah and that's the one thing about Strava that I'll say when you're pregnant do not look at the because the performance <laughs> hey my fitness is increasing fi- though, okay good because my fitness tanked and so it on Strava when I got pregnant it kept getting worse and worse and it was like 
Really annoying. <laughs> so I had that low segment. Um, right, because of IVF. When I, with IVF and when I hurt my ankle yeah. uh, two summers ago. So my fitness, like, just tanked there. So, like, as long as I'm staying above that, like, I'm good. There you go. <laughs> so and I, was able, and I was able to, in a relatively short amount of time, come back to a 409 yeah. from that, like, really low fitness. Yeah. So Within six, like, m- like tw- yeah. 10 months, 8 months, or whatever, because you were completely not running. I was completely. Like July I was like and August. By, but I think by like October, I was only doing four right. miles. Exactly. Right? And so. And then like starting January, we ramped it up. Yeah. And then by May, we, ran we a four did or a nine. 409 marathon. Mm-hmm. So. So it's there. I'm like, I'm hoping that if I can keep my base a little higher, right, and I can like stay where I'm running three to four miles throughout pregnancy, then hopefully I'll be able to. And when I wasn't running, like after the summer ended, I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was doing nothing. So I'm hoping that, you know, I can keep a little bit of fitness through. Yeah, you will. And that'll, like I was saying yesterday, like, that makes the birthing process so much easier. Yeah. Um, Honestly, that was the easiest part of having my kids was, like, Pooping them out. Like they, it was like not a big deal. I was like, this is Brian hates painful. when I say poop out a baby. That's like, how it works. <laughs> <laughs> but like, same muscles. So I'm saying push out a baby. Same muscles. But like, um, you know, being fit really helped. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I visualized finish lines for those push oh. moments when they're oh, like, like you know, when the doctors are like, like, has you push and like visualize like that final push of a 5K when you're like, I'm going to grind it out right here. So. Or of a marathon, or of a marathon, but that's when I, I really that's when I really, kick, that's when I really marathon kick it up Liz. to that five fifteen. Marathon Liz comes oh out gosh. exactly. So Ken's like, what? Just keep going. I can't keep up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my gosh! It'll definitely help. Being yeah. fit in your pregnancy will help. Oh my goodness! I want to. I want to get there. I want to get back to being fast. You will. Oh, it's there. It'll be there. It's there. It'll be there. It's a new season of life. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We well, live it. we hope that you like this. We will get up as much of these links as we can when we publish this episode. So you can check out those at rangallowaygirls.com slash podcast. Yeah. These links are also, our affiliate links are also available at rangallowaygirls.com slash shop. Yeah. So you can support the pod. Oh, another great gift idea is Beauty Counter. So go to yeah. beautycounter.com slash run Galloway Girls and shop all your favorite and skincare starting and makeup. today, there is actually double member rewards. So go ahead and sign up to be a member mm-hmm. and you're going to get shipping. 20% back in rewards to spend on your on your follow-up purchases and select gift sets are 30% off right now, which is amazing. I, I took advantage of some of the sales, got some gifts, got some yeah. free stuff and I'm so excited because I love my yeah. beauty counter stuff. It makes me you know, along with my haircut, feel ten years younger. Yeah, that's right. People do ask me if I'm. That's my pregnancy. That's the time. my I'm pregnancy like- glow. Is <laughs> is just that I've been taking better care of my skin because uh, Dale. Mm-hmm. Uh, messaged me and she's like, "Oh, you're having a girl. Just wait. They rob your it's beauty." Jelly-bee. And I was like, "I was like, well, I feel like I look better pregnant." The only, <laughs> my only comment was that when I had a girl, I gained 20 extra pounds versus the 30 you're supposed to gain. And I had a boy, I only gained the 30. So yeah. she stole my, my, my thinness. <laughs> I mean, but but that's not a measure of beauty. It so is not. Fine. It is not. So it's fine. <laughs> all right. Well. Have a great day. Have fun running out there. Let us know what you're racing. Comment, question, yeah. message us. Reach out. Reach out. Um, and let us. And yeah. like, subscribe. Yeah. Click, click the follow button on the Wherever app you're listening you listen. to us. Give open us five up, stars if you can. Open We'd up other that. apps and follow us there anyway. It helps us. It helps <laughs> Just us. to help us, uh, share us. And yeah. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Bye.